You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Wisconsin Cheese. There's a reason when you think of Wisconsin, you think cheese. Cheese is a huge part of Wisconsin's history and future. In Wisconsin, the state of cheese, the tradition of cheesemaking excellence began 180 years ago, before Wisconsin was recognized as a state. Immigrants traveled to settle in this lush, green hills of Wisconsin, bringing their cheesemaking traditions with them. These storied skills combined with the freshest milk available created a cheesemaking culture that is uniquely Wisconsin. Wisconsin's 1,200 cheesemakers, many of whom are third and fourth generation, continue to pass on old-world traditions while adopting modern innovations in cheesemaking craftsmanship. Find your next favorite cheese at wisconsincheese.com. Welcome, everyone, to a very special episode of Pizza Quest. This episode was recorded on location in Atlantic City during this year's Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Bakery Expo. Over the course of two days, I got the chance to interview a number of luminaries in the pizza and baking world, deliver educational presentations, and talk to the judges at both the pizza and the bagel competitions. So I'm Peter Reinhardt, and I'm moving around the Northeast Pizza and Pasta Expo, and right now I'm standing with Tracy Reniker at the Lloyd Pans booth, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Lloyd Pans is. For people who are listening who don't know, uh, Lloyd Pans is one of my good friends because I use your pans to make my Detroit-style pizzas, and, and they're featured in, in even in, in the Pizza Quest book. So I'm going to ask Tracy here, number one, tell us a little bit about Lloyd Pans, but also then we'll talk about you know what differentiates the Detroit style, you've got other pans, you've got a Sicilian pan, you've got you've got all different kinds of pans. Lloyd Pans has really become the primary uh, resource within the pizza industry for pans. And so how did that happen? Well, that happened with a lot of hard work from our employees. Um, we started the company in 1986. Uh, we just kept growing and growing and branding and branching out and partnering with our great friends that are chefs in the industry, as well as oven partners. And um, we just kept growing. Our product is very great with the quality, is what our, we, we really uh, talk about. Uh, we do everything inside our factory in Spokane, Washington. It's a 104,000 square foot facility. You're saying you manufacture the pans, actually you're, you do them yourselves. Everything is manufactured in our facility. Um, it's not only manufactured in our facility, it's also we do all the um, coatings, uh, all of the anodization on all the pans. We have multiple different coatings, um, and everything is sourced in the United States, built in the United States, and we're very proud of that. Well, that's kind of interesting because Detroit-style pizzas have become the rage the last few years, or square pizzas or pan pizzas in general. Uh, Sicilian pizzas have been around for a while. That's another kind of pan pizza. Focaccia has been around. Um, but not everybody knows, including even my, you know, I'm talking about sometimes and I go, do I, do, do I even understand the difference, the subtle differences between them? But you have to know those differences to make these pans because you have pans of different heights. Yeah, yeah, the different heights is, makes a, is a difference. It makes a difference. Uh, the Detroit pans is our number one pan, actually. Uh, the, they have been, uh, everybody buys them around the globe now. 
they have uh, pr proven themselves with the quality and uh, the depth is the exact size that the, the chefs are looking for. It used to be what part is that of the, depth? It used to be part of the blue steel pan, but it's now it's it's the, you know, we we make them out of aluminum and them, and we put a proprietary coating on them. It's a pre-seasoning, so it's easy release. Uh, it makes it very easy for the chefs, so they don't have it does not stick in the pans. Um, and that's you know I can vouch for that because the, the nice thing about your pans is it's easy to get the pieces out of them. And you can use metal utensils in our pans. Oh. Um, it's not a floral palmer. It's you can scratch scratch on them. You're not going to get uh, any kind of flaking, chipping off. It, it, they, like I said, the metal utensils are recommended in the Detroit pans or any of our pans um, that are anodized, hard anodized, and and uh, coated. So you mentioned that that historically those pans were made from blue steel. I mean, it's the history of the Detroit style pizzas that came out of Detroit yeah. with pans that were used in the auto industry. Yeah. And, and they're heavy. They're heavy pans and they're, heavy. and they're pricey to get those. But for a while, people thought you have to use those pans to make this kind of pizza. But you really don't have to use blue steel to get the same quality pizza out of it, right? Right. And, and they found that out. And that's why they've got so popular because they're not so heavy. Blue steel was harder and harder to find. They were trying to get them offshore that was hard to find them. Uh, or if you could find them. Now, um, the, with the lighter weight and the, the coatings that we put in, uh, uh, more and more customers are finding that, you know, they prefer uh, the Lloyd pans, Detroit pans, or any of the Lloyd pans. Um, and, and they love the, uh, the thought that they could get them, you know, anytime they want them yeah. since we manufacture in the United States and we don't have any sourcing uh and issues. They're, and they're not as heavy. You don't have to worry about them rusting or anything yep. else. But but let's get down to the nitty-gritty of a Detroit pizza. So how tall is the sidewalls of a pan? It's not like a regular sheet pan or, you know, what we call sheet pans, which are about one inch tall. The uh, Detroit pan has to be taller than that because so that the cheese doesn't go running all right, over the oven. Right. You know, they have a nice two-inch uh, around the border, and then, and then they give that nice, when they're baked in them, they give that nice uh, crunch... Uh, darkness that that everybody loves about the, the Detroit. Yeah. yeah, and the nice cheese sticking to the side of it, um, and that it's it's just a great great piece. So of it's only two it. inches the sidewalls, yeah, two we, inches. And and we can and we can also custom any size, but you, you know the, the the preferably is the two inch side. Yes. Two inch, and then and then so Sicilian pans uh, can be also different heights. Well, yeah. What is the typical? If somebody call orders a Sicilian pan out of your stock. What, what would be the difference between that pan and the Detroit pan? Um, the Sicilian pan, it just depends on the size of the dough. Sometimes the Sicilian pan has more of a square um, uh, size to it. I've got um, one right here. We, we, do, we do a lot of um, one and a half, two inch. A lot of, a lot of custom, customers just like that square, just a square. Um, and yeah, you do have one. You grab that for me. A Detroit and a Sicilian pan here, and the Detroit one is more like a rectangle. They look like they're almost the same height. Are they the same height? Yeah, they can be, and we can also make them. Uh, we also manufacture them to be a, a, a one a one and a half inch, a, a one three quarter inch, two inch. Depends on what the customer wants. Yeah, and it depends on the customer's uh, dough size. You know, uh, we we do whatever they whatever the customer wants. That what we're very very known for is customization. 
So that's pretty cool. So, so, there, so really, there's no rule that a Detroit pizza has to be two inches or Sicilian has to be two and a half. You can be, there can be different versions of these types of pizzas that people will make. Yeah, they can be, you know, standard. They like standard, but now we're finding customers that they want to go and do their own uh, menu item. Uh, it might not be just a two inch. You might want it, you know, less of a height or more of a height. So, uh, again, since we manufacture in the U.S., we we've, we are known for a lot of customization of any size a customer wants. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not going to restrict our any customer for what what they're looking for. Are there any um, restrictions? This, I'm speaking now for home cooks or a lot of home home bakers now want to make these kind of pizzas at home, and they can get your pans also, right, direct from. Either from you or off the internet, like through Amazon or or, or, yeah. or Google or whatever. Right? We have a great website, uh, LloydPans.com. LloydPans. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you can buy just one. Um, that's the best you know, thing about LloydPans too that customers love. They can buy one or they can buy a container full. We don't have a minimum order quantity. But but that but that goes to my question was okay. So if you're using one at home and you haven't been working at a pizzeria, so it's new to you. Is there a, a limit as to how hot you can bake them before they become damaging to the pan, or is there any threshold that you should stay under uh, for these types of pans? Well, no, you know, we get that question a lot. If you think about it, you know, we you could put these pans into a 700 degree oven, you but you know, you're, you're never gonna get your food up to 700 degrees or it'll be ash, right? So there should be, of course, food in there. You're, you're, your pizza or your dough is only going to get to a certain temperature. Yeah. And it you will... have to have it. You know, you want it to get to that temperature before everything else burns. Yeah, right. Or, or underbakes. Right. So it's it's they are good for high temp uh, ovens, but again, with the product in there, they're not going to get up to 700 degrees. What do you recommend when people ask you? Uh, even though you're not pizza operators, but you're selling the pans for the pizza operator, what what is a typical baking temperature for either a Detroit or Sicilian style pizza? Well, usually the, the typical baking temperature is about 350 degrees. You know, they, That's they all, right? yeah, you know, and and Peter, you're you're the pro at it. Yeah, but I I bake mine. Thank you. I bake mine at um, uh, between 475 and 500 because okay. I really want to get that under crust to get really caramelized and crisp. And um, uh, but I found that for me in my home oven, that's a, a good temperature. I get them out in about 18 minutes. Perfect. You know, and again, it's hard for us to tell each customer because everybody's dough is a little different. Some dough is like uh, has more water in it. So we we have uh, on site uh, a foodie scientist that oh. we always say, hey, if you're having an issue with, uh, you know, any bake you have or you need to, you know, help with uh, your recipe, we always have somebody right on right on site that we're willing to, you know, answer the phones or give a call to a customer just to help them along with what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so there's a, you basically got a helpline. We do have a helpline. And and they just call, just look up Lloyd Pans? Yep, look up Lloyd Pans um, or email us and have a call or you can go on our website and ask a question. We have a, a form that you can fill out and we'll answer the questions back um, to any customer that's you guys have been, you know, in the business now for about what almost 40 years, 35, 40 years. But you've probably seen trends and things come and go in pizza. Just in the last couple of years, uh, haven't these styles, these square pan type pizzas, 
exploded in, in popularity? Are you seeing big increases there? Oh yeah, uh, especially last year. You know, during during COVID, uh, we just exploded. The whole business exploded. Uh, we were open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, manufacturing really? um, all year all year long. I think the only days we had off was uh, the holidays. Just to keep up with the demand. Just to keep up with the demand. The demand was just uh, very full. What do you think is behind that? Why do you think this style has suddenly just caught on and become, you know, the next new thing? You know, I, it, it's funny because I think the regional the regional pans themselves have have, you know, exploded. Um, it's just a trend, I, and you would think that the trend would have slowed down, but the trend keeps going and going. Everybody just doesn't, um, you know, anymore make pizzas out of the Detroit pans or any of the pans. They're they're building, they're making, you know, a, a dessert in them, mm -hmm. breads in them. Yeah, it's a pan. It can be used yeah, for a lot of things. Like yeah, yeah. So it's not just a Detroit. They're 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 doing all kinds of different recipes. I see. Um, and not just the not finding that it just doesn't have to be a Detroit pizza. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're versatile in that regard. Mm -hmm. But uh, but what do you so. I'm just kind of kind of get my hand around the idea of what do you see coming? Yeah, you, for instance, a couple of years ago you sent me uh, a pan uh, that was like super long but narrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there I'm looking at it right now. What do you call those pans? Those are called their long pans. Long mm -hmm. pans, and they're about that's 24 inches with an 18 inch and a and a 12 inch. And it makes a spectacular looking pizza that's great for a table, like for a shareable. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. uh, almost like appetizer sized pizzas or whatever. But it's long and it's beautiful. I yeah. think. I think I'm seeing it being used in pizzerias now for like, yeah. where if you bring in a group of eight people and you want to have something cool for the whole table. Mm -hmm. And you know, those are fun because you, what what goes on now is they're building a pizza in one and they're building a dessert in one and the breads in one for say, and then they're bringing it all out um, to the table or they'll just have it, uh, you know, for show with, with all different kinds of pizzas in the long pants and then and then they're shareable or they just send by the slice but um it's a very we got uh, the thought process on that uh, a lot of our pans that are they're new we get a lot of customers asking hey do you have you know this type of fan that type of pan or different sizes and we're, we build to what the customer's asking for. So we're listening to our customers all the time yeah. uh, and trying to do something something new and improve. We always want to continuously improve. Well, that's what I was getting at is, is your customers are telling you what they want, what they need. So that's how you can tell where the market's going. What are you hearing lately? What's the newest thing that you're hearing from customers of what they're looking for or what they want? You know, we're still, look, we're still hearing the same, you know, um, it, it seems like... Some that always went to a square type style people, now they want round. Um, round is back? <laughs> round is back. And that's really interesting because it was Detroit, but now now they're going to more of a deep dish Chicago type oh, yeah. style again. So that's what we've been hearing lately. What about Roman? Do you have a Roman style pan too? We do. We have Romans and that is a great seller too. Uh, all of those regional style pans have been yeah. great for us. The Roman, the Sicilian, the Detroits. Um, it's a great time for, for pizza because there's so many styles that are emerging and and people want to try all of them. Exactly. And, you know, the, and again, they don't, we have a lot of people even uh, have restaurants that use our Detroit pans, per se, for their lasagna. Um, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and all the pans that we have, you know, are very universal. So uh, we have bakeries using them. Um, a lot of, a you lot of, 
You know one I really like? It's a little square one. What is it? Is it six by six? Yes. I love that one because it makes a small little, almost like a personal pizza. Yes. And it's, and it, but it's perfect for two people. It's like a great date pizza. Oh, yes, yes. Now you're, now you're uh, giving us some of your secrets, Peter. So, uh, the, that My wife is, likes it, too. Yes, yeah. yes. That's a very nice personal pan pizza. And, you know, that's been kind of a, a big hit for the show uh, today is... They've been looking yeah. at personal pan pizzas. Well, there you go. That's so maybe, again, an emerging trend. Is, yeah. uh, one, uh, one of the first ones I ever developed of, uh, of this style, when I developed a, a Detroit style pizza for a client once, uh, they wanted it to be, they loved the 6x6 six six uh-huh. because they wanted it to be a small appetizer pizza that would not be replace something else on the menu but would be an addition yeah. for their customers because there wasn't a pizzeria there was the only pizza on the menu and they didn't want a, uh, an 8 by 8 or a 9 by 9 because that would have been a meal but they wanted a, something that would be a great starter course uh-huh. in, the, in it but a Detroit style pizza yeah and I and, how fun and it's pretty it comes out of the oven it's very pretty yeah. something about a square number one and, and a small square that has a certain kind of a a power to it. I think it's something about that shape. Yeah, yeah, and and it just seems so, you know, personal as well. Um, it has a nice, you know, a, a thicker dough, you yeah. know. Yeah. But you know, we can't forget about flatbreads either. Flatbreads have been a big, big thing right now too. Flatbread pizza. Um, I think some may think that you know carbs taking out carbs and they get a less you know cracker crisp a little bit less you mean it's a thinner crust thin crust and flatbread you know uh like cracker bread yep we have those what's the typical length for um it just depends a lot of a lot of lengths can go up to any size we have like i see some lengths here in your display um, you know, is, that, is that one near the top one? Yep. Is that a flat So that side wall is only about an inch, it looks like. Uh, yeah, or they're just flat. They're 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 three quarters of an inch. Okay. Um, so it's just a whole video. Yeah, you know, or some just get no rim and it's just flatbread sitting right on top of it for like a cracker. It's like a pat- yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And and it, it gives a really nice it gives a really nice uh, uh, crisp pizza that people want to thin and and i think my personal opinion is sometimes people like looking at less carbs right you know so they want a pizza and they want just to have the toppings and you know not so much dough we're seeing that even in the round style with the uh with the bar bar pizzas or tavern pizzas Mm -hmm. which are thin crusted pizzas yeah again uh, so you feel like you're getting the pizza experience, but you're not having to commit to a lot of dough. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, you know, people are more healthier, healthier watching as they think of the less carbs with less dough. Um, we do have a bar pizza pan too, so yeah, can I see that? it looks like a pizza shovel. It's called the bar pizza shovel. Oh, I'm gonna see that one because I'm hearing from so many people. I'm getting requests for pe- from people about how to make a good bar pizza. So, so this I'm going to describe this because people can't see this. It's it's got a handle side like with a like a, it looks like like it was a pan that half the wall was cut away. Yeah. So that part of it, uh, a good half or more of maybe two thirds of the pan is just flat, and then the part that you can get your hand around and hold is like a two inch. Would you say a two inch rim? Yeah, one probably, and a half. Probably inch one rim. one inch. And. And so it's kind of cool. What did you call it? You said it's like a sh- like it's a. It's like a shovel. It's a called shovel. a bar pizza shovel. Is a what bar, it's called. So it's called the shovel. Okay. It's called the shovel. And you saw, so that's a new. That's something I've never seen. This before. is something new. We just developed this this, this last year, uh, or this year actually. 
um, the first of the year, and we introduced it at Pizza Expo, and it, it's been quite a popular pan. Uh, some people even uh, are producing, making sandwiches and using it for sandwiches and throwing it in the oven with the sandwiches. And they like it because it feels like it has a handle on it. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so it's actually just like like a way to convey the, the, the sandwich to the oven to like grill it or right. crisp it up. But, but I, I can see why this pan would be popular right now, especially with the proliferation of bar or tavern style yeah. pizzas happening then you just made their job a lot easier. Yes, yes. And again, they can they can even, some customers like it, they put it on here and they shovel it into their brick ovens even, and then they get it back out. So You mean it, they'll slide it off the, yeah, the pan yeah, into the oven? Yeah, uh -huh. and, and they can like shovel it back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got like a scoop. Yeah, it's like a scoop, exactly. Well, that, that's cool. I hope that we described it well enough for you to, who are listening to kind of get your mind around it. But it really, it is like a, a round scoop with uh, with with one side that you can get hand, like a handle, and yeah. the other side just is flat to the end and will slide right onto the deck. Yeah, and they can go on on Lloydpans.com and take a look at it. There you go. Themselves. Yeah, so you go to what do you go to where? Lloydpans. Oh, Lloyd, Lloydpans.com, and then take a look at this uh, the bar style pizza shovel. Yeah, that's what it's called. So keep keep your eye on that. So well, that, this is cool because what I'm getting out of this conversation is is that if I want to know what's going to be the next big trend in pizza, I should call you guys because you're going to hear about it before anybody else because people are going to be ordering the tools that they need from you to make it happen. Yep. When, when, when the customers talk, we listen. And, well, that's good business. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Tracy, this has been fun. And uh, again, thank you for all you're doing for the industry. You guys have become, you've emerged. When I first met you, you weren't the only ones making pans. But now I feel like you're the only ones that, go to, that people go to for pans. So yeah. you must be doing something right. Yeah, and we just totally appreciate our customers. And, and of course, you, uh, Peter, for, you know, all of uh, using our products, mentioning our products. So. Well, you certainly uh, helped me out a lot when I was doing the, my pan pizza book with, you know, as I was doing the research for that, for providing me with, with pans to do the R&D with them, and I take them everywhere with me, wherever I, whenever I do presentations and demos. So it's nice to have that that uh, re reservoir of, of pans in my in my toolbox there, so. Yeah, we're, here for, we're, we're here for everybody. So any of you who go to any of the pizza shows, always look for the Lloyd Pans booth because you'll, find, you'll see what's coming next, and, and also it's a really cool booth. There's all sorts of pans on display here. I see you also got perforated, uh, uh, like screen type pans, uh, and I guess for people that want to want to not put it directly on the deck, but still have that heat pass through from the deck into the pizza. So a little bit of something for everybody. Yeah, and we also have cutters and 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 carts and racks. So that I see a, a photo of a cutter there, and I think I did see one. Uh, so that's basically like like a wheel around uh, pan, and and you can just press down on the pizza, and it'll cut yeah, it into equal slices. Eight, eight slice cutter. A tool for every need. That's us. All right. Well, Tracy, it's been great talking with you. And uh, and thank everybody at Lloyd Pans for, for your support of our show and also your support of the industry and what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much for coming by. I really appreciate that. And I will see you again soon. I think I'm going to come back to your booth tomorrow. We'll do a book signing right here at the, at the Lloyd Pans booth. Yeah, always happy to support you, Peter. Thanks. Okay, so it's Tracy Renniker, Lloyd Pans. I've, there's a whole team of Lloyd Pans people here talking to customers. I see your booth's kind of one of the busier ones. Yeah, we're very busy here, and so we're very thankful. All right, well, we'll see you uh, throughout the show. And again, keep up the great work. Thank you, Peter.
Peter Reinhardt at uh, Pizza North. The, I have to give you the right name. The Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Bakery Expo in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, again, today's episode is all about pans with Lloyd Pans. Thanks, Tracy. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. That's it for this episode. If you want to hear more of our coverage from the Northeast Pizza and Pasta and Baking Expo, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Pizza Quest is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.